Welcome back. Good to have you this portion of the program as we start to talk some NFL draft. Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Dream Dance Steakhouse is back open. Uh, Ryu, the uh, the Japanese steakhouse, is back open. They have got Bingo, which is back open. Sportsbook is now open. The hotel is going. Uh, 360 bars cranking and everything else in between. The slots and the gaming all going extremely well. And that's Potawatomi Hotels Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. And uh, let's now go uh, to the phone calls and our phone line and uh, talk to our buddy John Cooper, who is uh, from Our Lads Scouting Guide. And I love Our Lads. I'm looking forward to getting it in the mail. It should arrive any day. John, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, first and foremost, I got to ask you, how's our guy Dan Shanka doing? You know, Dan's doing better. He's still uh, not able to do all the things he wants to do. His the left side is still affected. But, uh, you know, he's going through physical therapy. He's working very hard. And uh, we talk on the phone a lot. You know, he watches film. Uh, and he does some stuff with uh, text messages with Siri. So he's he's still overlooking things. And, uh, and uh, so we have some great conversations. He's getting better, but Good. he's a ways off. Good, good. Wish him well for us because I know he I was sure struggling will. there for a little sure bit will. and I always love talking to him. So let's talk about the NFL draft in the sense, uh, first and foremost, I'm sure you, like everybody else in the world, is following the saga that is the Green Bay Packers, New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers. So tell me what the value, because there's so many people that have these different value charts. What, what, what equals what? So what is a realistic value for Aaron Rodgers? Well, you know, the way I look at it is it, it, it depends on how long Aaron Rodgers is going to play. And, and I think what I'm hearing, and I don't know how accurate it is, uh, but is that the, the Jets are willing to give up, the, you know, that second-round pick this year. And then the sticking point is what comes after that. You know, I think, the, I think they're, from what I hear, they're pretty far apart. And it's, uh, you know, a compensatory pick uh, is what the Jets want to do based on what Rodgers does. You know, does he lead him to the championship? Uh, does he stick around for more than one season? So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of ifs as far as what, you know, what the compensation is. I mean, if he's going to play out the contract, uh, yeah, then I think the compensation should be pretty high. And if he does well. So that's what that's what I think the sticking point is. We know the Packers have a list of needs, uh, number one being they really don't have any good pass-catching catch, tight ends at this point. Uh, so they need tight end. They need an additional wide receiver or two. That room is thin. Give me your thoughts on some of the higher-rated, uh, like Darnell Washington out of Georgia, Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Give me your thoughts on some of the tight ends that the Packers could be targeting. Well, uh, Meyer is the guy that is probably the most complete player of that group. Uh, you know, is he spectacular receiver, a spectacular blocker? Uh, you know, maybe not, but he does stretch the defense. Uh, he's, uh, and he can block, you know, so I like him personally for that reason. He's our <clears throat> number one tight end. You know, Dalton Kincaid is the guy that everybody's talking about as a great receiver, and he is, you know, and he is a guy you kind of move out in the slot, you know, too. And so if you're looking strictly receiver, you know, Kincaid, would be a guy that would be attractive. Uh, Washington, you know, is, is kind of raw in some ways. Uh, he splashes great ability in both ways. But, you know, Georgia didn't really use him uh, as a prime, a prime player. <clears throat> so, you know, he's, a, he's an upside play, and the ceiling looks, uh, you know, looks pretty good. So, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that somebody might say, hey, we love him, we can make something out of him, we're going to 
we're going to take this kid in the first round. Uh, so I could see that happening. But, uh, you know, more likely the safe pick is Meyer, and I think a lot of people really like him, and so I think he's going to go somewhere in the first round. You've got the wide receiver out of Ohio State in Jigba, and I, I between him and Zay Flowers, those two guys, I think a Jigba's probably the most complete in the fact that he's got the best hands, doesn't drop many passes that are in his area. Uh, I put him alongside Christian Watson as the two uh, wideouts. I think you've really got something. Do you agree? Yeah. I, well, yeah, he, you know, he's he's a solid player. Uh, you know, he's obviously coming off the injury. You know, there's some uh, – there's some uh, – uh, trepidation there, but you know he he would be athletically the best receiver in this draft by far. But uh, you know there's another guy that we think is pretty good, and you know people talk about a couple of drops he had in key games is dropping him down. But we think Quentin Johnson from TCU is a is also a very good player, and he's also got he's got size that you look for. Um, when, when the Packers get there at 15 or 13 or whomever, now the realistic question is, who's going to be there? And, and what would they end up taking? Because they could always take themselves somebody who would uh, play that right tackle position opposite David Bakhtiari. They could use depth on that defensive front. They took Devontae Wyatt last year. You got Kenny Clark. I know they have T.J. Slayton, but you'd like them to find one more big body. Rashawn Gary goes down with an injury. You don't know when he's going to be actually back. You could use an edge rusher. Who may be there that you say, this is the value of what we, what we think the Packers should be going after? Well, you know, they got, like you said, they got a lot of needs. So uh, it's kind of a best player available at position of need is as far as what your board is going to be. You know, a guy like Nolan Smith would be an excellent edge rusher if he falls to them. And, you know, they need that. But uh, they've got some guys that can play. I mean, it's not like the room is bare even with uh, with Gary down. And they're not great in their rotational type guys. But, uh, you know, they're, 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 a guy, they're guys that can play in there. Uh, they need a tight end so badly. I think Meyer's going to be there. Uh, the receivers we talked about, there's a good chance, you know, there's going to be all three of those guys there, you know, Flowers included. Um, so, you know, that's a possibility. Offensive lineman, Paris Johnson might be there. There's a chance Skaransky could be there as a, as a right tackle. Uh, I think it just depends on what some of these teams up ahead of them, like Philadelphia, Chicago, and so on, are, what are they going to do, you know, in terms of some of those players because they're looking at those same guys, you know. Is the best player in the draft, uh, because I keep seeing them flip-flop C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, and I know everybody has to have an opinion, but is CJ, I think C.J. if you put C.J. Stroud's mind and ability into the body of Bryce uh, Young and or vice versa, either way you've got a prototypical number one overall. I think C.J. Stroud is better just because he's bigger. He's actually had, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, Bryce Young's coming out of an incredible system. I just think, I, and I hate to say this about an Ohio State quarterback because I don't believe in him, but I think C.J. Stroud's <laughs> probably the most complete player. I'm with you. Yeah, we're, we're, we've been honest, we've had that opinion since uh, you know early in the season that he was going to be the best quarterback in his draft. So uh, and not that you know not, no knock on Bryce Young, but Bryce Young's five ten, and um, a quarterback that's five ten, you know he's got to really really be good, and you got to you know get a scheme with him a little bit, you know in terms of what you want to do with him. And he's tremendous. He's got tremendous ability. I mean it's uh, uh, but but like you said, C.J. Stroud has really shown that he's an excellent football player. I think the, the uh, bowl game, the playoff game he was in, the way he played in that game, you know, again, a big game like that, not that it's, and it's just one game, but it just kind of confirms what we already knew.
So looking at the top of the board, uh, we figure C.J. Stroud's going first. Are we uh, pretty pretty right in that assumption, do you think? Yeah, I think so. You know, there's there's, there's a, a sneaky part of me that thinks, well, maybe they, they like this athletic ability of Richardson so much that we got, you know, Andy Dalton for a couple of years to, you know, set him along. But I would be really surprised if C.J. Stroud wasn't the pick. Then you got to the Texans, the Cardinals, the Colts, and the Seahawks in that top five. How is the because we keep talking about here and hearing about tight ends are so deep and we've got so much depth at this particular position. Do at that point in time in the top five, do you draft need and what you have to have, or are you just taking whatever happens to fall to you in those particular positions? Because you know you're going to get a good player. Well, I think you know your board is going to be reflective of what your needs are. Uh, and it's a you're going to have a pot of needs, and you're going to you want to take the best player available. Uh, and you know, and if you're you've got five players that you don't need are there, you're going to do everything you can to trade down. But uh, at the same time, you know, a great athlete you can't really it's hard to pass up, especially if they're in your mind heads or tails above someone else. You get into the top ten though, you're going to get great players, you know, and they're great players at all positions. So I think, you know, I, I think you'll find that. And a guy like Will Anderson, who we think is the, you know, maybe the best player in the draft, you know, but yet he might not be a great fit for everybody. Uh, we think the Cardinals, you know, will probably take him, you know, and then after that, it's going to be interesting, you know, as far as is another quarterback going to go. I mean, most likely it's going to be a quarterback. Colts have a big need for one. And, um, you know, are they going to try to trade into that two slot, you know, or is somebody else going to try to trade into the three slot? So there's going to, to get a quarterback because uh, that's going to be really interesting as how that goes. But but either way, it's position of need is 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 important. You know, even though um, you know the talent level is the most important thing. Talking with John Cooper from Our Lads Scouting Service. You can go to OurLads.com. That's OurLads.com and see uh, everything that they offer. And, uh, you know, go ahead and get the scouting guides. Uh, tell me about the defensive tackles. Now, Jalen Carter, we know, had some uh, some legal issues. It, it hurt him for a short period of time. Uh, then, obviously, on his pro day, he was a little bit heavy, uh, struggled a little bit in some of the drills. Where do you see him going and or falling? Well, you know, we still think that he will be in the top ten. Um, we understand that, you know, the thing that happened with the car and showing up for his workout is, is a concern, the way he showed up. Uh, but if you turn on the tape, you know, it depends on what you, what you value. I mean, if you think there's a character flaw and something really shows up there, you know, he's going to be off your board. Uh, I don't think it's, a, it's necessarily a drop in the board type thing. It's more or less he's either on our board or he's off our board because he's a talent. And so a team like Seattle, I don't know if they let him get past, you know, him or them. You know, so I still think he's a top-ten pick. Then you look at some of the other guys defensive tackle-wise, and I, like I said, I still think that the Packers need another one or even two to fortify that defensive front. I really am a big believer of, you know, the trenches and then everything kind of trickles out. And if you're going to help the edge rushers, if you're going to help the this, this, this secondary, especially with a guy like Stokes coming back after the ankle injury, you're going to need more of a pass rush. And Brian Gutekinds had stated that in the uh, postseason press conference. So my question is, who else is going to be there, say, if he's not in the first round, maybe in that second round that could help the Green Bay Packers? Would a guy like Carl Brooks or, uh, or Dexter out of Florida or something to that effect, would some 
some of those guys be there in that second round for the Packers to grab up on? I think so. Uh, you know, the you know Brian Breezy, Kalijah Cancy are guys we really like, and I'm not sure they're going to be there. But as far as uh, but Carl Brooks, I believe will be, and and we really like him uh, as a a guy that has got some versatility. And I think NFL teams are looking for versatility uh, in in what the, in the type of player they have because they use rotations. You know, Packers being a three four. A guy like that could line up as defensive end and, and kick down inside a three technique in your sub package, which you play most of the time anyway. So, yeah, we think Brooks would be a, a real good so, uh, selection for them later on. Um, but there's other guys, too. You know, like you mentioned, Dexter, um, uh, D. Smith from Michigan, more of a run stuffer, but he does get a push, and he's more of an inside player. But, you know, the Packers could be looking to at some of those edge guys. There's going to be a, a good – group of edge rushers that are all the way through the draft that have some of that versatility you're looking for. Tell me a couple of things before I let you go. Uh, I want to get to the Wisconsinites, Keanu Benton and Nick Herbig specifically. Give me your thoughts on Keanu Benton first. You know, run stuffer. I really like him. Uh, You know, think he's probably in that late second, early third round area. Um, You know, he's more than just a, a, a space eater. I mean, he can, he can get upfield a little bit. He's got a little bit of lateral, but he's going to play the run. He's going to be a guy that, uh, you know, can uh, can really help you defend the run. Uh, Nick Herberg is one of my favorite players in this draft. Uh, I, you know, project him as an off-the-ball linebacker, even though he lined up on the edge at Wisconsin. Uh, but you watch the way he plays. He's got great lateral movement. He's an excellent chase player. I think he's got some versatility. And I think uh, you might see him, some team, try to say, hey, we're going to draft this kid. We're going to play him off the ball. We're going to use him on the edge. We're going to kind of try to make him into a poor man's Micah Parsons type thing. You know, I don't know if he's, he doesn't have that level of talent, but he's an awfully good football player. And I don't think he's one you want to sleep on. Great stuff as always, John. I appreciate your time, man. I look forward to the draft. We'll get you guys back on to break it all down once it's completed. But thanks for taking a couple of minutes with us. And please pass along our our best wishes to Dan, too, okay? I sure will, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely, pal. There you go. That's John Cooper, our guy from Our Lads Scouting Service. Uh, Go to Our Lads, O-U-R-L-A-D-S, OurLads.com. You can get it there and get it sent to you. And always love, when those books arrive, man, it's like Christmas. That stack of books comes in, and it's got all that information, and you can't absorb it all. It's not like you're studying for, you know, passing the bar or something, but uh, it's it's got enough information. It'll, it's good reading. And if you are a draft uh, aficionado and you want to follow along and you want to go back and keep those books for a couple of years and find out who was, you know, if the guy that you got was actually that highly spoken of or maybe he wasn't, uh, you can get a good gauge. I think Arlads is one of the most accurate scouting guides out there. For a lot of these guys, and they do, they're they're different. Uh, this is all former scouts and GMs and such that do this, and uh, they're not uh, they're not your typical clickbait. So interesting stuff from our friends at Our Lads Scouting Service. Hey, uh, if you are looking to say go down and watch the Brewers game tonight, if you're going to be heading out to a Bucks game coming up soon. You want to take the shuttles? There is nothing better than getting the grub, getting the food, maybe an award-winning Bloody Mary, some of the great wings down at Stenny's, second and National Walker's Point. They run shuttles to the Brewers, to the Bucks. The Admirals are going to be uh, getting into the postseason, as we know. So all of those shuttles are going to be running. Make sure you get out to your favorite event, your favorite venue. 
Check out our friends at Stenny's. Second and National Walker's Point. The new one's coming in the fall to Stenny's Lake Country out on Watertown Road in Pewaukee. More of the Bill Michael Show is... This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. remaining for the Bill Michaels Open coming up on Saturday, May 6th. It's at Viroqua Hills uh, Golf Course in Viroqua, and only a few spots remaining. They're doing some food. Now, I don't know where this plays into the mix, Ben, but do you like meatball subs? Yeah. Yeah, I like meatball Uh, subs. Yeah, so they were asking me what kind of sandwiches I like. And I'm not, you know, I mean, I like a lot of different types of sandwiches. You know, but one of the things I'd always like, you know, you go back to like cousin subs and I love the pepperoni melts. They were always fantastic. And then uh, there's the uh, uh, Albanese's that just closed down. They've got this meatball sub. And when uh, Ernie asked me that, he said, what do you like? I said, I love meatball subs, good marinara, good meatball, but loaded with cheese, like extra cheese, cheese dripping off that damn thing. And then if you really get creative you brush on some garlic butter on the bun, and you actually either grill or put the bun on the griddle and seal all that in, and you really open up the garlic into the bread. Oh, it's so good. So, he, And I was wondering why he was asking, and apparently that is going to be the after, the after meal of the golf outing. So when we get done playing, I think those are going to be waiting for us. How about that, huh? Uh, so we get to blame you if people don't want it? If people don't want it, you can blame me. And if it's got a lot of garlic in it and we're all sitting around talking about an hour later and suddenly the entire clubhouse reeks of ass, then you got me to blame for that too. Garlic has that effect on people. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, but it's uh, almost completely sold out. So if you were considering at all getting a couple of friends together or just yourself or whatever, a foursome, you better call. Get a hold of Ryan. 608-637-7615. 608-637-7615. Again, 608-637-7615. Uh, if you're a single, if you're a double, if you're a foursome, whatever, you got to call because I think there's only a couple of spots. And by that, I mean I think foursomes. I think there's only like two foursomes left. That's it. And uh, then it's uh, it's going to be sold out. So, um, I, but wait, what an incredible turnout for something that was kind of put together and I didn't know what to expect. I thought we'd end up with about, you know, four to eight foursomes. And we just have a fun time. I didn't I, I didn't realize we'd end up with this many people. This is awesome. <laughs> this is fantastic. And I think there's going to be, they're going to tie this in with, I'm not quite sure which charity. I don't know if it's going to be the food bank or something with veterans, but they're doing it with a charitable twist to it too. So, you know, there's all of that. So we're going to have a great time. Now what we do, knock on wood, we got got to pray for good weather. May 6th. May 6th, you can have beautiful weather like we're having right now. 75, 80 degrees, sunshine, a little bit of a breeze. Oh, it would be just gorgeous. It would be so perfect. Ben Kenny. By the way, Ben, uh, I did have a question. Are you walking the course or are you going to ride along in a golf cart? I don't know. I mean, I'll ride. Okay. I, if it's a, Are we scrambling here? What's the deal? Yes. Okay. Yes, well, then, scrambling. yeah, I'll ride. Okay. Don't want to be that one well, guy that I gotta lags be, well, behind. That's okay. Yeah, okay. I will I say, though, sure. I think I'm praying for clouds. Like Are you? Why? Somewhat heavy cloud cover. 
I, my skin is too fair. I, I can't do the whole <laughs> all day under the sun. It just doesn't. It's not very receptive to it. Oh, my goodness. You, what we need is like a, a a tanning bed sponsor out in Madison for Ben. No. That's what we need. That is we the need, last thing I will ever do. We we need we need Ben to, to jump into a tanning bed and begin to at least, uh, you know, uh, cultivate his skin to a little bit darker tone than opaque. I'm out. No, no, no oh, chance. Couldn't pay me enough go. money. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's uh, a couple of spaces left, a couple of foursomes left, and that's it. Uh, call them today, 608-637-7615, 608-637-7615 at uh, Viroqua Hills. And uh, if you're not watching on the live stream right now, you can see a picture of the golf course. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Uh, but all you got to do is just Google it. Go to Viroqua Hills, Google Viroqua Hills Golf Course, and you can get a good picture of a lot of the different holes. And it's it's a little bit of a hidden gem. Here, as golf goes, in Wisconsin, and for those that have never played there, I I played there once, and it it's it's really really. I was like stunned. I'm like, this is Viroqua. This is really nice. I didn't expect it. Viroqua impressed the hell out of me. So, Viroqua Hills Golf Course. There you go. Um, Matthew says Ben's getting a little bit older with those knees. Needs a cart. You you walk Wrong. most of the time. Oh, you, I you walked walk eighteen yesterday. Did you really? Oh yeah. No, the body feels day. awesome. Oh, God, I didn't hit it well. It was impossible out there. It sucked. Alex says, by the way, you never walk Viroqua. Viroqua, it's going to be a long day. Viroqua Hills Golf Course is, if uh, it's an up-and-down course. I will say that. It's uh, got some hills to it. Bill, I've walked up mountains. I can do it with hills on a golf course. Okay, okay. You you know, if if the word golf is mixed in, I'm sure you could just deal with it, right? I mean, where I play out in Vermont, it's literally up and down a mountain. Yeah, yep. That's it's true. very in the woods, over ravines. Okay. Then you got to walk uh, down and up. It's terrible. Uh oh! Here you go. I don't know who Jake is. Jake says, uh, "Looking forward to the golf tournament. If Ben needs to uh, catch a ride, he can sit on my wife's lap or in between us." There you go. I don't know what's up with you people. I it's Viroqua, man. Come one, come all. Just join the party. Viroqua is like a giant hot tub, you know? It's it's it, it is. It's Viroqua is a giant hot tub. This is the way I look at Viroqua. Sanitary it's, hot it, tub? It, it, no, not at all. It's nobody cares. They're they're farmers, they're workers, they're just, you know, they're good earth people, man. They're coming from Kickapoo and Westby and everything else and they're just jumping in a hot tub and it's got that film on top and it's nasty. Nobody cares. We're all like, we've all got it. It doesn't matter. Come on out. We don't care what it is. Skim the top of this thing. And meanwhile, you're kind of, you know, kicking off the shoes and you're dipping your toe. And they're like, Ben, you're from Philly. Just jump into the tub. And you're like, I don't know if I want to jump into the tub. Like, jump in a damn tub. Come on in. And then you just get in there and you're sitting there. And next thing you know, you're like, whoa, what the hell was that? And then, you know, up pops a boat. Somebody's got a floaty boat or a submarine that, you know, hits you in the ass when you're sitting in a hot tub and feel somebody's feet and it kind of freaks you out a little bit. They're like, we don't care. Come on out to Viroqua. We're the hot tub of Wisconsin. That's what it is. I'm all in. All right. I'm Do all I need in. to I'm sign a, so, some sort of a health some, waiver? Yes. Some disclosure <laughs> agreement. <laughs> Not speak about what goes on. <laughs> yeah. Or a waiver. Viroqua yeah. is the Vegas of Wisconsin, right? <laughs> Who's liable for this? Is it you? Yeah. 
Now the Norwegian Hollow. I will say this: you go down into the, the into the Hollow down there. Now whatever happens there, that's the mini Vegas. Whatever goes on in the Hollow, nobody talks. And you don't have you can't you know other than taking a picture. You can't. There's no cell signal. So you can't do anything down there. You're like, if you need to call for help, good luck. It's like, you know, hey, well, you know, this is what's happening to me. I'm being drugged into the woods by a woman that looks like Sasquatch. They're like, tough luck here. You just, you know, take it and enjoy yourself and then come back later because there's no cell signal down there. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Oh, man. JJ says, just always be seen with a beer can in your hands and you're going to fit right in. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We're going to, we're going to break. Cause that, that, that went way off the rails. I'm sure Ernie's back there just cracking up Ernie, our buddy, Ernie Betts from Faroque. He's just, just dying at this point. So if you want to get out on the golf outing, there you have it. Uh, by all means, go ahead and do so. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Irish cultural and heritage center, the ICHC, go to ICHC.net. That's ICHC. Dot net and uh, you can check everything out. Our buddy Corey Webster over there is he's fantastic, and uh, Corey's always, always, all the time, uh, got something going on over there. Uh, they have been in business uh, over thirty years. They're on West Wisconsin Avenue, just uh, west of Marquette. Beautiful venue. Whether it's a concert that they have, because they you can follow them on Facebook. They have a lot of different shows coming up. But if you got a wedding and you want you're looking for a place to have it, or a, a, a say a reception space, meeting space, you name it, ICHC.net. Get a hold of our buddy Corey, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800, or go to ICHC.net. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. by a Korean War veteran, Clayton Every, and uh, they've been in business, business ever since. And uh, Craig just took it over from Denny, which makes it the third generation of the family out there in uh, Trempolo and Monroe and La Crosse and those counties, Vernon, Jackson. And if you're looking, first of all, thanks to them for coming aboard uh, with our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, supporting Fisher House, Wisconsin. But uh, if you're looking for somebody uh, or looking to work for this company, they uh, are hiring as well, licensed plumbers and people that uh, specialize in, in new rebuilds and commercial and such. But uh, they're located in Alaska out there, uh, speaking of the western portion of the state of Wisconsin, going back to our Viroqua discussion. But uh, if you want to get a hold of them, call Craig today, 608-783-2803. 608-783-2803. 608 That is every plumbing and heating and you cannot go wrong if you are needing them out in the lacrosse area make sure you call them and call them first you won't have to call anybody else to come over and and help them out after the fact it's the first and only that's every plumbing and heating right there in lacrosse uh 877-867-1670 you want to hit us up please feel free go ahead and do so so more people chiming in nationally on the aaron Rodgers and new york jets and green bay packers stuff and uh, for people that pay attention to Colin Cowherd, which every now and then he'll come up with the, uh, a thought that makes sense, this is what he has to say about Rodgers. Does everybody understand 
Aaron Rodgers, Jets, Packers deal could be done tomorrow. Now, Aaron's letting you think that he has no control over it. Aaron's got all the control over it. If Aaron came out tomorrow and said, I am in for three years in New York, the deal's done. If he came in and said, I'm absolutely playing for two years in New York, I will commit to two years, the deal's done. Because that's what the Jets are afraid of. But Aaron's indifference is all he has these days, right? Like, he's not winning playoff games. He's not going to be Brady or Mahomes. He's not going to win that much. And in the last three and four years, his superpower has been R-E-L-A-X. Relax. There you go. That's it. His superpower has been R-E-L-A-X. Relax. And that's it. So... As far as Rodgers being a part of this to the point where he's helping the situation, not really. Not really. But that's Colin Cowherd's discussion. So there you have it. 877 uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. You can find us. Um I, again, this is just all massive conjecture, for lack of a better term. Just is. Just all all conjecture. This, you know, I don't, nobody's quoting a source. Nobody's giving out any details. Nobody's running into anything that's getting specific. It just, at this point, you know, is what it is. Um, By the way... Speaking of the NFL, there is news, and I forgot to mention this, but uh, Daniel Snyder, after cleaning out his desk, removing all his belongings and all the porn and everything else that he had on his computer and all the pictures of the girls dressing behind the scenes and all the stuff that was going to get him into trouble and all the uh, dossiers of information on all the different owners and who they're uh, you know kind of hanging with, if you will, and such, after he cleaned it all out, he is now selling the commander's for six billion with a B dollars, who says crime doesn't pay, right? Uh, which uh, they're selling to the group that le- is led by the Philadelphia 76ers co-owner Josh Harris, and his group includes the billionaire Mitchell Rails and Magic Johnson. So Magic Johnson, who is, you know, he's he's done. Magic Johnson. My guess is that Magic Johnson is the is the stamp of approval that the owners are going to give. He is part owner of the Dodgers. He has all these different movie theaters, all these different business ventures, and he's a smiling, cheery, needed face for all of these scowling curmudgeons that own NFL teams and all the problems that they've had with the Jimmy Haslam's of the world and, and the Stephen Ross's of the world and, and, you know, obviously the Daniel Snyder's and all this different stuff, all the crap that's gone on, they need somebody to be a likable face, specifically in the nation's capital. So, lo and behold, $6 billion with a B coming from Josh Harris, who happened to partner up and team up with one Magic Johnson. Irvin Magic Johnson, now also an owner in the NFL. Now, that has not been uh, – I don't think they've crossed the T's and dotted the I's, but I think it is done, 
and uh, it will be a, a soon takeover. I wonder how quickly they're going to take that franchise over. you got to think in the next week or so, right? They've got to have their people in place for the draft. Daniel Snyder was trying to burn the place down on his way out because he got busted with his hand in the cookie jar. So my my thought is, is are the all these families that had relatives that had season tickets and seat licenses that died that Snyder wouldn't give their money back, I wonder if they're getting their money back. Or if now that Magic Johnson's involved, they're going to go, you know what, it's magic. It's magic time in, in Washington. The commanders are going to be relevant again. It's mad. You a likable guy like Riverboat Ron and Magic Johnson, nickname guys. Know those work, workable, likable fellas. Wonder if they're going to be just throwing their money at the organization to say, "Here, take it. Let's do this. Let's make it happy again. Bring on the hogs, man." It's actually so. being litigated as we speak, Bill. The ticket license debacle. Yeah. I uh-huh. believe uh, the commanders argued that they not accepted those deposits for 10 years and are working to uh for restitution they're working to pay back the <laughs> previous wrongdoings but they've yeah. been clean for 10 years yeah they've been clean for 10 years that yeah do we believe that for a minute i don't i don't, I don't believe it i have a uh i have a quick thought on this if sure, that's go fine ahead. go ahead i i think it's kind of pathetic what josh harris is doing Josh Harris, who is probably the big money behind this move with with Magic, uh-huh. now owns the Philadelphia 76ers, the New Jersey Devils, and the Washington Commanders. Now, I, I guess I can present it like I am obviously coming from Philadelphia, 76ers fan, and I, I think part of the beauty of, of the fabric of ownership in a sports team is being invested in the local economy and, and everything locally. Now, it's different with the Packers because they don't have an owner. But for the Bucks, for instance, if the Bucks owner, which I guess the Haslam's are joining, but you would want the Bucks owner to be 100% invested in the city of Milwaukee, just mm-hmm. in terms of business, in terms of all their right. interest. Josh Harris, not only like the Devils is one thing, no one really gives a damn about hockey and whatever rivalry, but to go out and you're supposed to be this big figure in, in a city where you have a lot of importance and you go out and buy the rival of the biggest team in that city just does not sit well with me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. Um, I, on that particular sense, I understand coming from your perspective. His perspective is we're buying an extremely valuable franchise in our nation's capital, and I've got Magic Johnson alongside to keep everybody happy. That's that's where I believe he's at. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I get it from him. Yeah. 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 When I go through a lot of the great owners, though, I would say they're heavily invested in the team and or city they're in. And then a guy like yeah. Josh Harris, all, all he wants is the money. He's never shown right. his face at anything 76er related in years, which doesn't sit right when the franchise is somewhat of a failure in general. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. And I guess like Mark Adonazio does it with his soccer teams, but that's kind of like if Mark Adonazio, where you want him fully invested in Milwaukee, fully invested in the Brewers, if he went out and bought the Lions, who are a direct rival of the Packers, something like that. It just doesn't mm-hmm. sit right. So right. I would then want, like, I, I'd want him just gone out of the city, sell it to someone who cares. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. Um. I understand where you're coming from. I this is I, the way he looks at it is he's throwing uh, darts at a dartboard to try to get a championship, and it's all about the investment. It's all about what you're going to eventually get out of it because look at what Daniel Snyder just recouped. He's a scumbag. He has done so many dastardly things, allegedly, that you can't even count on both hands and feet. Uh, called to Capitol Hill, ripped as being a misogynist, ripped as being a guy that has created a sexually uh, hostile atmosphere, stolen from dead people, stolen from other owners, and he walks away with $5 billion after his initial investment in his pocket. Crime pays. And that he's Josh is looking at this going, you know what? I'm not a terrible owner. I'm just not vested in the cities that I'm in and I'm just doing it for an investment. So I might as well go ahead and make my money. So that's what he's doing. Uh, whereas maybe magic Johnson will show up at a couple of games and be standing on the field and doing coin flips at halftime and, you know, being the, the meter and greeter and such. And, you know, between the Lakers and the Dodgers and now the, the Washington commanders, he'll, he'll be, you know, coast to coast with his big smile and his big happy group of happiness and, and investing. Maybe he'll invest in the community. Who knows? But, that's that's what they're doing. I, I understand where you're coming from. Just like, oh, well, it's business. And I think at this point in time, if, if Magic Johnson said, hey, I want to sell my vested interest in the Dodgers and I'm I'm going to buy, you know, a, a partial stake in the, the Milwaukee Brewers with Mark Atanasio, we would welcome him with open arms because he's just going to be happy in here and want to win. And that's the way they'll look at it. So 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 1670 you want to find us please feel free go ahead and do some more of the bill michael show coming up next covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Wisconsin, Cedarburg, Wisconsin, uh, they're looking for good people right now. And uh, if you are one of them, whether it's a CDL driver, if you are looking for, say, uh, you know, if you want to work in a production, if you, uh, say, have the technical background and aspect to be able to do some uh, production repairs and such as well, if you want a great company to work for, no reason at all that you shouldn't give our friends over there at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's, 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 a call. And uh, they're looking for Class A CDL drivers, production and cooler employees, maintenance technicians, $23 an hour plus plus benefits and such, and a new hire sign-on bonus offered right now. So give them a buzz. And they're, again, based in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, but they're hiring. And all you got to do is go to Kemp's.com, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That's Kemp's.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says careers. And where you see the word careers at the bottom of the page, click on it, and you fill out the information. And you, right then and there, uh, could be getting a call and get interviewed. And uh, because they're looking to hire, uh, yeah, like yesterday. So get all of our friends at Kemp's. Since 1914, Kemp's has been around, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Go to Kemp's.com and, uh, and check it all out. 877-867-1670. 
I got one here for all. Oh, this is a long one. I don't have time for that right now, Dennis. I'll get to that here in a minute. By the way, our Steve, our buddy Steve says, I've been an R Lads guide subscriber for numerous years. The thing I like about them is the in-depth they go into and to describe a player and where and what type of scheme they best fit. They go in-depth about the strengths and weaknesses of each and every player as well. Every year when the guide comes, I'm like Steve Martin in the movie The Jerk. When he gets all giddy when the new phone books arrive, the new phone books are, are here. He said, I'm somebody now. I will be giddy, and hopefully today, when the Bibles arrive, for those of your listeners that have not purchased one before, treat yourself to the best evaluation of talent for each and every NFL draft. Ben, you, you, you've you got an R, lads. Have I ever given you one? No. I, I kind of go off the Ben Kenny Rolodex that I've stored mentally okay. from having no life and watching all college football. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is, they are, you can pick out anybody and there's three, four paragraphs written about their, and it's written in really small font about their strengths, their weaknesses, uh, what, you know, they have, um, you know, the ability to do all that kind of stuff. It is, uh, it's, it's really, it, it really does go in depth. It really does go in depth. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, this one's from Sam. Sam says, uh, hey, guys, with all of this speculation about Aaron Rodgers, are we losing sight of the fact that this Packers team is really not a playoff team, or do you feel that it is? Rodgers aside, I feel they've got a lot of good people in a lot of good positions. I just don't know about their depth. Uh, they they have needs. Okay, I'm not gonna not gonna sit here and lie to you. They have needs. Um, we talked about the tight end position. We've talked about the wide receiver position. Uh, obviously, they need more depth up front on the defensive trenches. You could use a right tackle. Um, you got to cover for Rashawn Gary, depending on how long it's going to take him for for him to return from the ACL. So you need an outside edge rusher. Uh, Stokes last year, the last time, like Mike Clements said, the last time you saw him rolling around was on that, you know, cart on his knee where he was on that scooter with pins still sticking out of his ankle. So you don't know when he's going to be ready. Um, they, they, they've got some question marks. And it's it's a lot of depth that needs to be picked up as well. I, I'm not saying that you're going to hit on every player in the draft because that's just it's, – it's, it's not conceivable. But you're going to need – at least your top three or four in this draft to be contributors and to be pretty good contributors, not just guys to fill a roster. Um, and, I mean, I, I like I said before, I, I know we say it every year that this is a big draft for Brian Goodkins, but it is. This is a big draft you because now you're moving on. And no longer can you say, you know, hey, Aaron – Go win us ten games and drag us across the finish line with a, you know, a few good players scattered in and a bunch of average rum dums. You know, you can't do that anymore. So you need good players. You know, you need guys to play better than what they did last year. Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell, obviously Rashawn Gary when he comes back. You're going to need more out of Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker. You're going to need a more stable offensive front with David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins and and company. You got to figure out that right tackle position. You're going to you're going to need two guys specifically to step up. Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs, and you can't have those guys be constantly injured, which is another area of concern, you know. So you, you, you're going to need all of that for this team to be, you know, uh, a team that can even be begin to be considered for the postseason. But some people are saying, look, this team should be considered at least for a wild card spot. 
I don't know if I'm ready to go there. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a little unrealistic, but some people who claim to be smarter than me have said it, so maybe I'll jump on that boat. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think so, but, you know. Low T, E, D, you want to lose weight? Call our friends over there at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. It works, but you can't do a damn thing if you don't call. I, I went downstairs today, weighed in, two more pounds. Down a total of 13 overall. I feel good. And it, it works. It, I don't know what the chemistry is, but it works. Call them, 414-455-4451. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. <laughs> 